What's up, you guys? Welcome to another segment of Meninge Toi. I'm your hostess, Keeks, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast. I don't know whether to say good evening or good morning, but I'm pretty sure by the time you hear this, well, at least by the time I publish it, it's definitely going to be the morning time, which it technically is. So, good morning. I pray everyone is having a great start to their day, you know, getting ready for work or it's the weekend. So some people ain't even got to work on a weekend. Amen. I wish I had that schedule. I pray that everyone's doing great. Um, I feel like we're at the, is this what, the last week of March? Oh, nope. We got one more, one more week. But um, I pray that everyone's doing great. I can't complain. Well, I won't complain. I've had better days. I'm just kind of, I don't know. My mood just kind of, uh. But I'm not going to even get into all that. Um, here we are for another episode for the Father Culture series. So I kind of wanted to get into that right away. Um, for today's episode, we are going to be talking about culture, or I'm going to be talking about culture appropriation. And I learned a lot in doing research on this, which I feel like I say that a lot in releasing these episodes. Um, but I'm just going to get into it, and then I'll do like more, uh, I guess just excessive talking and talking about this subject matter but yes today I'm going to be talking to you guys about cultural appropriation and the core questions I have for this episode is what is cultural appropriation what does it look like who can be a cultural appropriator can black people culture appropriate and why does cultural appropriation bother black people so as I always start on my episodes, y'all know I got to go ahead and get the terminology, break it down for you guys, just so everyone could be well informed about what this means, because not everyone may know what this means. So here we go. Um, our first definition of cultural appropriation comes from Google. According to Google, cultural appropriation is the unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of the customs practices, ideas, etc. of one people or society by members of another and typically more dominant people or society. For some reason, saying all that was just a lot, but I'm going to say it again. Again, cultural appropriation, according to Google, is the unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of the customs, practices, ideas, etc. of one people or society by members of another and typically more dominant people or society. According to Dictionary.com, this is another definition, they define cultural appropriation as the act of adopting elements of an outside often minority culture including knowledge practices and symbols without understanding or respecting the original culture and context cambridge dictionary defines cultural appropriation as the act of taking or using things from a culture that is not your own especially without showing that you understand or respect this culture now one thing i want to highlight um about the definitions is that I feel like 
the power dynamics within two definitions you can kind of see you can sense that more compared to the other so for example or more specifically within a google and dictionary.com definitions um they talk about how there's a dominant culture and then a minority culture and the google definition they um talk about how people that belong to a dominant culture tend to be the cultural appropriators of a culture whereas in the dictionary.com definition they said that the people that are being appropriated whose culture is being appropriated that is those are typically people that belong to a minority culture so i found that interesting and i know when discussing um culture appropriation you know black culture or black people at least in the context of america um we are a minority group and i feel like when it comes to aspects of black culture being cultural culture appropriated um you know pretty much it's like people cherry picking different things or parts or components of black culture and mocking it mimicking it disrespecting it and trying to make it seem as if it's their own i also have some examples i'm gonna um provide for you all so far as like examples of cultural appropriation but i also wanted to split the terminology apart just to get a more I guess a more specific definition, even though as I've, even though I feel like these are more straightforward, but I feel like when you have, um, what's the word I'm looking for? This isn't even a compound term, but it's two words just put together, but I just wanted to separate the two just to get a um, better explanation of what each word means. So this definition i have two definitions of culture and i pulled these definitions from google.com uh google defined culture as the arts and other manifestations of human intellectual achievement regarded collectively second definition is the customs arts social institutions and achievements of a particular nation people or other social group that's pretty much what constitutes a culture you have a group of people that have your own set of um beliefs and symbols and um psychologies and philosophies and a multitude of things uh so according i mean um Google said they have their own customs, arts, social institutions, and achievements, and things like that. But basically, you have a nation of people that celebrate their own version of everything. Now, when you look at the term appropriation as a verb, Google defines appropriation as taking something for one's own use, typically without the owner's permission. Dictionary.com defines appropriation as setting apart to authorize or legislate for some specific purpose or use, to take to or for oneself, to take possession of, to take without permission or consent, to seize, to expropriate, to steal, especially to commit petty theft now when you put both of these things together you basically do get the idea or the understanding 
um, that to culture appropriate is to take parts of a culture and steal parts of a culture without the consent of the culture that you are stealing from and trying to take ownership as if it's yours and as if it belongs to you. Um, Another thing I found interesting is that none of these definitions really acknowledge the um, the concept of mimicking a culture as a form of appropriation. They more so seen it as just taking and stealing without asking permission from the dominant culture. You're just stealing it. And I feel like cult- a form of culture appropriation could also be um, mimicking a culture that you are appropriating because you're again you're not taking the time to understand the culture that you are appropriating you're not taking the time to um ask questions and i just feel like it's disrespectful so um moving forward i just kind of created my own definition of cultural appropriation and i have Uh, three definitions I'm going to go ahead and share with you all. Culture appropriation is to steal parts and components of a culture that is not your own and treat it as if it is a part of your inherent culture. Secondly, cultural appropriation is not showing respect and or appreciation to the culture of which it belongs. And finally, cultural appropriation is using these parts that you are stealing from a culture as an accessory fashion statement and this comes off as a form of mockery the last one is very specific um i know i definitely think of certain things that come to mind when i think of certain aspects of black culture being um, appropriated but i feel like again all of these things are inclusive to defining what cultural appropriation is because it's not just about stealing components and parts of a culture i feel like it's also and not it's also not taking the time to um appreciate the culture have a culture appreciation and again taking the time to get to know the get to know the culture and get to know the things that you're even stealing like looking into the history and again appreciating the culture as a whole rather than just taking it and like making a fashion statement out of it or something like that I just feel like that's disrespectful so I found this good article from this website or the name of the um the publisher who published the article it's called the week and the title of the article is what is cultural appropriation and why is it offensive so i have an excerpt i'm going to go ahead and share with you all quote simply put it is when someone adopts something from a culture that is not his or her own a hairstyle a piece of clothing a manner of speaking even a type of exercise yoga for example thought that was weird or interesting um They have another quote that I copied in my notes. I'm going to share that one as well. It says, quote, but says the Everyday Feminism website. That's not the whole story. 
unlike cultural exchange in which there is a mutual interchange appropriation refers to a particular power dynamic in which members of a dominant culture take elements from a culture of people who have been systematically oppressed by that dominant group this i find very interesting because i feel like now they're being very direct and saying okay this person is a culture appropriator this person is the aggressed is the oppressed group and i feel like when it does come to cultural appropriation, you definitely do have, there is a power dynamic. Typically, the people whose culture is being appropriated, that tends to be the minority group that doesn't have um, a significant amount of power within the societies that they may reside in. And they also tend to be the systematically oppressed group. Now, I feel like when we think about things such as race, I feel like you know, there's automatically things that come to mind. But one thing that I don't hear cultural appropriation being discussed, at least uh, so far as these contexts go, I really don't um, I really don't hear cultural appropriation being discussed in a context of gender or in a context of religion or in the context of. Um, oh, crap. Um sexuality and you know basically all of the um it's really early slash really late all of these social constructs that we have within our society I feel like a lot of times when I hear cultural appropriation it's always discussed in relation to race and ethnicity but I never hear it be discussed in those contexts outside of race and ethnicity so that's very interesting because you know um oppressed groups or oppression doesn't just operate within or function within race and ethnicity oppression as we have all learned from the father culture series oppression exists and functions within gender within sexuality within age within ability you know and within religion so cultural appropriation can definitely exist within those contexts as well um but I feel like with this definition, it was definitely very direct in saying, okay, this person is the culture appropriator, and this is what they do, and then this person is the, well, I shouldn't say person, um, this group is a culture appropriator, and then this group is the um, culture that's being appropriated. I just found that interesting, but I want to share that with you all because, again, it was very interesting. I feel like that was very straightforward and very specific. So in doing research on this topic, I got introduced to different terminology that I, again, I didn't hear about these things um, when discussing po- cultural appropriation. Whenever I would have conversations about cultural appropriation, it was pretty much just cultural appropriation and just saying, yeah, they like to take stuff from our culture and um, steal certain aspects of black culture and try to make it a fashion statement and mock us and mimic us and everybody want to be black but don't want to be black, all those kinds of things. Um, But in doing scholarly research, you definitely get introduced to different terminology. So I just want to share some of the terminology I came across. One of them was um, culture appreciation. Hey, I'm sorry to interrupt this amazing episode, but I'm going to go ahead and do my announcements really quick. First and foremost, make sure you guys listen to my latest episode, 
woke or conscious. Me and my love, Nature Valley, did a collaboration series on defining woke and consciousness. Make sure y'all check that out. Available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, Breaker, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Overcast, and CastBox. Secondly, make sure you guys check out my podcast team, SFA Charlotte. That is S.F.A.Charlotte. You guys can listen to our latest episode talking about making herstory. Y'all definitely want to check that out. Again, that is available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, Breaker, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Overcast, and CastBox. And finally, make sure y'all follow my social media accounts at Meninjaytois. You guys can find and follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter at Meninjaytois. Let's go ahead and get back to the episode. What's up, y'all? I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just want to take a minute of your time. Are you based in Charlotte? Are you looking for dessert catering for a party, an event, or even a late night snack? I know I have just what you need. One name at Mo Made It underscore desserts. What better way to satisfy your sweet craving and get lit than with some Hennessy cupcakes? Got a sweet tooth? She has anything and everything you need. Y'all, I'm talking cupcakes, cakes, chocolate-covered strawberries, chocolate-covered pretzels, cake pops, brownies, cupcake jars. You name it, she got it. And she does custom orders. And she's super affordable. I can guarantee your taste buds will be satisfied. Make sure y'all follow my show me on Instagram at MoMadeIt underscore desserts. That is at M-O-M-A-D-E-I-T underscore desserts. Go to her for all of your baked goods needs. Oh, and one more thing. Tell her Keek sent you. Another term I came across was cultural rights and then cultural property and cultural cultural offense. Now, I'm just going to briefly describe what each of these terms mean just for, you know, sake of time and getting straight to the point and answering all the questions. Um, So cultural appreciation is pretty much having appreciation for culture Um, in relation to cultural appropriation. Having cultural appreciation is significant because a lot of times when people do cultural appropriate, they are they are not having a cultural appreciation. They're just cherry picking these things that they like and they're not taking the time to get to know the culture, to get acquainted with the culture and to really appreciate it in every facet that it exists you know and looking into the history and doing research and things like that um which i would even take it deeper in saying that in doing your research without no in doing your research and removing your cultural lens because i feel like a lot of times when it does come to human human beings interacting with different cultures we have this um This ethnocentric attitude where we just feel like our culture is best and better. And sometimes it can be very hard for you to have a cultural, to have cultural appreciation if your 
if you are getting to know a culture and you're not even being open to learning this learning about this culture you're just trying to assert your own beliefs and your own attitudes to this culture rather than going into it and studying it with an open mind and an open heart and I do believe that in doing that you have to have a open mind and open heart and not assert your own beliefs but I digress next we have cultural rights which pretty much gets into um the rights of cultures and just saying that you know in a context of cultural appropriation that cultures do have rights to the things that they do create and the things that they do put that to uh, love it's too late you guys <laughs> um they do have rights to the things that they do create and the things that they do possess which i feel like gets into the next term cultural property which pretty much gets at the idea that every culture has things that belongs to that specific culture it's their property and I feel like you know sometimes it can be very hard to determine um what property what what property belongs to this culture and that culture especially because we've just had so much blending and mingling over the past who knows how many centuries and then with colonization oh my gosh um so i feel like sometimes it could be hard to draw that line to determine what belongs to a specific culture and not only that but trying to reinforce that i feel like is definitely really tough you know who's going to be the person to basically um be the judge in determining well yeah technically this does belong to this culture which i feel like us as people we try to do that ourselves you know just from doing research and things like that but that's pretty much cultural property and then a cultural offense is pretty much what happens when a cultural appropriator appropriates a culture and it 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 creates a cultural offense because again they didn't take the time to research the culture to get acquainted with it to um explore it with an open mind and open heart and not assert their own beliefs they stole something or some things from the culture they did not have cultural appreciation they violated the cultural rights of the culture that they are appropriating by stealing their property y'all like how i use all them terms together you know what i'm saying okay so I'm going to go ahead and get into the next core question. What does culture appropriation look like? Hmm. Now, uh, nope, before I even get there, I'm going to go ahead and read a few excerpts from this amazing book I came across in doing research. The title of this book is The Ethics of Cultural Appropriation. I don't know how I came across this book, y'all, but I can tell y'all I definitely learned some things just from the few parts that I did read. So let's just say that. Learned a lot about intellectual property and a lot of other things that I'm not going to even get to. Actually, yeah, I'm going to talk about a little bit. Uh, putting patents on jeans. Definitely discussing this book. Just so you guys know, the name of this book, again, is called The Ethics of Cultural Appropriation. It is written by James O. Young, Conrad G. Brunk, and Michael Ash. If you guys are alive, you should sponsor my podcast, just saying. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go ahead and read this excerpt or a few excerpts from their book because they did a very great job at explaining how cultural appropriation takes place and... um 
how cultures that are experiencing this, whether you are the culture appropriator or you are the culture that is being oppressed, how that feels on both ends, a little bit at least. Quote, there's two ways in which culture appropriation can be harmful. The first, oh, what is wrong? The first sort of harm is violation of a property right. That is, a culture could have a property right that is violated by an act of appropriation, an act that amounts to theft. Notice that an act of theft counts as an act of cultural appropriation only if something is appropriated that belongs to another culture. An individual from one culture can steal something that belongs to a member of another culture without the act counting as an act of cultural appropriation. I disagree with that last part. I'm just going to throw that in there. But moving forward. The second sort of harm is an attack on the viability of or identity of cultures or their members. Appropriation that undermines a culture in these ways would certainly cause devastating and clear clearly wrongful harm to members of the culture, end quote. So pretty much whenever, if you belong to a culture and you're, because I also want to reiterate the power dynamics within this too. If your culture is dominant, meaning that your culture is the one that is being looked to for the standard of everything, whether it's the standard of, um, of philosophy, the standard of ethics, the standard of economics, the standards of beauty, the standards of everything. Everything is pretty much um, set up. No, pretty everything pretty much revolves around how your culture handles it and takes care of it. That means that you are the dominant culture. Now we can divvy this up into, you know, different Context, you know, whether you want to talk about a nation, you want to talk about your community, you want to talk about school or wherever, places that you work and things like that. But I'm just going to keep it general too. I'm sorry. Keep it um on a national spectrum. Um, and again, keeping it within a context of America, I feel like white oh man I feel like um a lot of things are set up around a lot of things operate and function around how white people would handle things and I feel like America tries to present this idea of being this melting pot you know and all of that but all of us know what's up. When I say all of us, I mean all of us Americans. We really know what's up. Um, but I do feel like um, in the context of America, white people would be the dominant culture. And I say white people because, you know, there's many variate or ethnicities under the umbrella of white. You know, you got Scottish, you got, let's just say European. 
let's just say European. That's pretty broad and very specific at the same time. Um, so when it comes to looking at specific examples of cultural appropriation, I thought of examples of um, things that white people do in relation to appropriating black culture. So I'm going to go ahead and get these out first and I'm going to go ahead and move on to the other thing that I was a little confused about. So one example of cultural appropriation, white people wearing dreadlocks. That is a form of cultural appropriation because first and foremost, excuse me, we all know that white people do not have the curl pattern to wear dreadlocks. And again, it's not even about their hair texture. It's more so about how when white people wear dreadlocks, it's seen as this form of exotic. I don't even know. It's just, it's seen as exotic. Whereas if black people, when black people wear dreadlocks, it's seen as messy and unattractive. We can't even wear dreadlocks in the workplace. But a white person wear dreadlocks, they're exotic, oh, they're artsy, they're hippie, and all these positive connotations. But when black people wear dreadlocks, it's everything on the opposite end of that. It's nasty, it's unsanitary, it's ugly, and everything on the opposite of that. This is the other thing that's important when it comes to cultural appropriation. When one culture does it and it's seen as being something bad, even if that culture is the pers- the people or the group that created it in the first place, when they do it, it's stigmatized. But when another culture does it, oh, it's fine. It looks so cool. It's awesome. Get, get out of here. Another example I have, white people getting tans. Which, again, is white people, and I'm, I'm going to say this, white people wanting to be black without being black. Getting your skin as dark as you can without having to be black. Y'all, I done seen some real dark white people. And one thing about being white I mean you know some white people have some melanin in their skin but they obviously don't have that much melanin in their skin um because sometimes when white people are in the sun for a long time they burn and they turn red and some some white people will even tell you that they can't stand the summertime because it gets really hot and it just does a lot of damage to their skin so The issue when it comes to um, white people getting tans is, again, you know, white people manipulating their physical bodies to resemble blackness without being black. And, you know, black people get made fun of for being black. The darker your skin is, people will get fun of for having a very dark skin complexion. But when white people do it, it's, I don't even know. I don't know what they call it, but y'all know that show, that show Jersey Shore? All them niggas, they, they baked in the damn tanning booth. I don't know, but yeah. Another example of cultural appropriation, white people getting lip injections. 
this this is cultural appropriation because again white people are manipulating their physical bodies to resemble black people without being black they get we all know white people don't have full lips you have a select few that have you know a little bit of meat on their lips compared to the majority of the pop the white population I'm just going to go ahead and throw them in here because I have them on here anyway. The the Kardashian family. I, oh, I do not like the Kardashians, G. I just, I just don't. I just, oh, I don't. I don't. I really, 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 really don't. Um, Because they are like the freaking, yo, if cultural appropriation had a face or logo, the Kardashian family would be it. Because them niggas stay cultural appropriating. They manipulate their ass. They 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 manipulate their lips. Damn it. Like the whole Kardashian family. I just feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. Um but again, you're manipulating your features to be to resemble being black without being black. And again, this is problematic because black people get shitted on for being black and here it is you have people that are not black trying to be black and trying to exhibit what they think blackness is when black people be black every damn day from birth and we get talked about we get shot at we get bullied we get demeaned we get harassed Damn it, we we can't even get recognition. We can't even get acknowledgement for for freaking I don't want to say acknowledgement for being black, but like when white people will appropriate certain or appropriate things from black culture, they don't have they don't have cultural pre culture appreciation in saying you know excuse me obviously we know that they get it from black culture well some things they get from black culture but they don't even take the time to appreciate black culture they just cherry pick things for cherry pick things off of black culture because they think it's cool and because it creates a trend within pop culture and they just think it's so cool to be black, but they're not black. And at the end of the day, we know that they ain't, they ain't, they really don't want to be black. I forget the name of the woman who did this study. She was on Oprah's show and she was even on Jada's Red Table Talk, but she had did this, uh, this special on Oprah's show where she basically had asked, a group of people, a group of white people, how many of y'all would want to be black? And nobody raised their hand. And she said, that right there just show and prove that y'all know exactly what's going on. And y'all not about to sit up here and bullshit me and play pretend like y'all don't have a clue about what's going on when it comes to racism. So when it comes to culture appropriation in relation to white people appropriating black culture, um, they appropriate they cherry pick certain things about black culture that they like and try to make it a fashion trend or a fashion statement or try to mock and mimic 
what they think it means to be black and as disrespectful AF. I'm pretty sure, well, I can't speak for everybody, but you know, like they'll listen to hip hop music and start speaking in slang and using ebonics and then you know they want to get the lip injections the ass injections damn it and tease their hair and get tans like my g to be black is not an accessory and it's not a fashion statement that's another thing why it's so disrespectful and i'm only speaking from a white and black perspective because again you know I'm black. Um, also because this is a this is for the culture, and for the culture means it's for the black culture. Um, but also because I've had my own share of experiences with this. Blackness is not a costume. To be black, it's not to be an accessory. It's not to be objectified. It's not something you try on one day, you take off the next. It's not something you try for a couple hours, then you turn it off when you get home because you don't want your parents. Like, this this isn't no fuck... I'm sorry. This isn't an outfit you just change out of. And that's another reason why it's so disrespectful and so aggravating and frustrating when people do appropriate black culture. And I'm expanding it to people because not only white people appropriate aspects of black culture. Latinx people do it too. Definitely do it too. Um, Asians, like everybody. When you culture appropriate, it's mocking a culture without taking the time to appreciate it. It's like making fun of it. And I mean, you know, black people have different attitudes when it comes to this kind of stuff. You have some people that honestly don't care, you know, and they'll let their non-black friends say nigga. But you have some black people that are not for it and you say nigga they slapping the heck out of you but i'm just saying um i can't speak for all black people but i do feel like there comes to there does come a level of discomfort when you have people you may know around you trying to act black as if you can act black as if blackness is something that you can just try on for a second and then turn off and for black people we're black 24 7 365 this isn't something that we can try on to try off people die for being black people are still dying for being black people struggle for being black and people are still struggling for being black like I know that that's one of the reasons why it is so aggravating ain't even a word, yo. That's just, that's just keeping it brief. But those are some of the examples I had, um, so far as white people appropriating black culture. Um, I feel like anytime somebody just try to force it too much and trying to quote, act black, end quote, what does that even mean?
to act black. And I feel like anytime somebody tried to act black, they're just trying to, they're, they're, um, they're trying to mimic a stereotype of black people, which if you've listened to my other episode talking about black stereotypes, you know, there are so many of them, but they'll just try to behave in ways that they think are black because it's what they see on TV and it's what they hear and, and music and things like that. Blackness is not a costume, bro. And I'm just keep it at that. Moving forward. Next question. Who can be a culture appropriator? Now, granted, I was saying like uh, how everybody appropriate black culture and everybody can appropriate black. And I'm not saying everybody can as and I'm giving you permission to, co- to appropriate black culture. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying people appropriate black culture. Um, I want to emphasize that anybody and everybody can be a culture appropriator. And again, I'm not saying this to say that like giving everybody permission, even though it's like, who are you to give me permission to do anything, ma'am? Um, but not saying that it's okay to culture appropriate, but anybody can be a culture appropriator, regardless of your race, class, gender, sexual orientation, whatever. Anybody could be a culture appropriator, even black people. And I feel like this was really hard for me because when I would have conversations with my friends about cultural appropriation it was, I could be completely honest and saying, like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, we kind of felt like, oh, well, black people created everything, you know, like, and even if that is true, like, I still feel like black people could be culture appropriators. And even in saying, like, black people created everything, I feel like there's that argument where it's like, okay, well, you know, um, black people were the first civilization on earth and, you know, everybody comes from black people because of the Eve gene and things like that. Do your research, you guys. I know y'all got questions. Um, but you have so many cultural exchanges and it's like, yes, you know, we can teach people a lot about a multitude of things, math, science, agriculture, medicine, hygiene, the list goes on and on. But that doesn't mean that we being black people cannot be cultural appropriators just because, you know, we've had a multitude of cultural exchanges. Again, to culture appropriate to culture appropriate means to steal something from a culture and not give credit where it's due. To culture appropriate is to take something from one culture and try to treat it as if it is your own. And I feel like anybody can do that, regardless of how you identify or how you choose to identify. Culture appropriation, according to Google, the unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of the customs, practices, ideas, etc. of one people or or society by members of another and typically more dominant people or society. Now, some people may argue that, you know, black people can't culture appropriate because we're not a dominant group. But I feel like that's contextual. 
You know, it depends on what context you're applying it to. Are you applying it to a national context? Are you applying it to a local context? Like what realm are you speaking of? And even then, anybody can be a cultural appropriator because, again, it's taking things from one culture that is not yours and not showing respect to that culture. And then it was just really hard for me to answer that because I guess I was rooted in my own idea that, you know, well, black people can't culture appropriate because, you know, like we we created everything. And it's not even about like black people creating everything. It's more so about having a mutual respect for various cultures. And I don't believe that. I mean, I'm not saying that it can't happen. And not saying that it don't happen because, you know, there are some people out here that just don't GAF. Um, But I felt like with the universal with like the the universal hate that there that exists for black people and blackness as a whole. I feel like black people know and are aware of what it feels like to struggle and to be put down constantly and because of that I feel like it gives us attitude where it's like you know why would we want to culture appropriate because we know what it feels like to have something taken from you and not even give credit for something you have created for being yourself and having yourself being mocked and mimicked on TV and then people sitting here trying to tell you how to be how to be black people making fun of you for being black or people trying to sit up here and act black as if again it's a costume i feel like we have this very strong understanding and we have knowledge of what it feels like to be oppressed and to be culturally appropriated. So why would we culturally appropriate someone else if we know what that feels like and it happens to us all the time? And I feel like I don't really have to explain that any any much more. I feel like, you know, that was very direct and straightforward. Um, and then a the final question I have is why why is cultural appropriation so offensive cultural appropriation other than the reasons that y'all probably haven't heard me say but i'm gonna go ahead and say it again cultural appropriation is offensive because it's disrespectful you're not taking the time to appreciate cultures you're just mocking them and making trends of their cultural practices for your cultural capital gain i'm gonna i coined that term just so y'all know menenge toi March 23rd at 4.37 a.m. Yes, that's what time it is. That's the time right now. Cultural capital gain. I coined that term. I don't know if anybody else said it. I'm going to go ahead and do my research. But just so y'all know, y'all heard it here first. You're not taking the time to appreciate the cultures that you're stealing from. You're just cherry picking what you like and trying to make it exotic or whatever. When people that created it and that do it all the time because it's who they are and it's a cultural practice that they have they get demeaned for it and they get stigmatized for it 
and they get harassed for it and they get murdered for it. But when you sit up here and do it, oh, it's a fashion trend. It's a fashion statement. And you treat it as if it's something that's disposable. That's disrespectful, G. Secondly, cultural appropriation is deceiving. It's like writing a paper and turning it in and somebody else writing the same exact paper, but they getting credit and you getting the F. Why? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure. I don't know if y'all seen that meme where it's basically was saying how cultural appropriation is exactly like that, like writing or doing something, doing a school project of some sort and somebody else getting all the credit. That's how it feels to be to be culturally appropriated. Won't that piss you off? You done worked hard, did all of this labor, invested all this time to do this project and somebody else getting credit? Oh, Najee, you'd be ready to fight, right? Right. Very deceiving. And then again, it's um, it's deceiving in a sense that it makes other people look at the person who's receiving the credit as if they did it. Especially if this is a person that has power. And um, as you've all heard me discuss earlier, how there is a power dynamic in cultural appropriation. It's one thing to receive credit and get called out and then, you know, you get reprimanded for it, but you receiving credit and you, you passing with flying colors. You advancing while a person who did the dang on work initially, they get reprimanded for it. Like that's real messed up and messed up. Isn't the word I want to say, but it's a new day and I'm trying. Yeah. Um, lastly, cultural appropriation is aggravating. It's irritating. It's dishonest and it's disgusting. Stealing something from another culture that you have little to no knowledge about. Educate yourself, you uncultured swine. Educate yourself. Take the time to ask questions and remove your cultural lens. And don't touch anything just because you want to just to get to know another culture doesn't mean you have to fully... um just fully try to do everything the way that they do it. I feel like sometimes people be looking for these cultural experiences and they try to put on this whole show as if it's a freaking museum or something. Which, by the way, museums are another symbol of cultural appropriation. I'm telling y'all, all these museums, where they be having all these artifacts from all these different countries, they stole it. I guarantee you none of them received permission from anybody they stole them things from. And they capitalizing off of it, making money. They making big bank and all that money they making, they definitely not giving it back to the people they stole it from. Gee, I forgot what was the point I was going to say before that. I don't know. Let's just leave it there because I can't. I can't remember what I was about to say, but I would just like to go ahead and wrap this up. And thank you guys for tuning in with me coming to get these spiritual vibrations for your mental stimulation. 
I have been your hostess, Keeks, and you have been listening to another episode of Meninge Trois for the Culture Series. Thank y'all for your time. Y'all have a beautiful, blessed day.